Broadcasting live worldwide. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you ready? Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan on Hot Mix VA. More college offers comes to a couple of Northern Neck District and Tidewater players. Some very exciting Friday night football from last weekend. We welcome you in to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. Will Lewis with Coach Thomas Rowan with you. Get your popcorn ready. Sit back on your recliner and put us on your big screen. You're locked into the first ever televised stream sports show in Northern Neck history. It's Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. Coming this fall, Northern Neck Sports Network and Hot Mix Virginia coming together to bring you Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with 22-year radio broadcaster and sports analyst Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan. Be sure to check out Hot Mix Virginia's Facebook page for times and dates. An all-new Northern Neck Sports experience. Northern Neck Sports Talk Live exclusively on Hot Mix Virginia this fall. Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan on Hot Mix VA. We welcome you back into Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. We are live from Tappahannock, Virginia, right here in the Hot Mix VA studios. So welcome in, Will Lewis, along with Coach Thomas Roan. And we're going to get you ready for some scores from last Friday night. And here we go. Northumberland over North, uh, I'm sorry, Northumberland over Westmoreland, 20 to 14. Northumberland number 10. And Northumberland Indians football coach Aaron Lewis passed Jack Eads last Friday night for 36 wins. That is a school record, and his name is now placed in the Northumberland Indians school history. Uh, that's a wonderful accomplishment for the young coach over there, man. That's, that's, that's real good. We've seen big congratulations over there to Aaron Lewis, um, but... We're going to get to this north side and west side game. You know, we had that last week as our game of the week. You know, had a whole lot of big implications on seasons and everything like that. And from what I see, it was a big game. You know, it came down to the fourth quarter. And in that fourth quarter, you know, a special person had to make a play. And it was made. Um, first quarter, you know, west side took the lead. Jordan Saunders ran in the touchdown for a 6-0 lead. And, I mean, they went back and forth the whole first quarter. Um, went into the second quarter. Uh, Jordan Saunders ran another two-yard touchdown, took them boys up, and then turned around, and Antoine Mills came back and ran a 75-yard 
uh, I think it was a punt return or a kick return. I'm not sure which one it was, but I mean, they went up 14 to eight at halftime, you know, in real big defensive game. Uh, Westside, they threw four interceptions that game, you know, so that passing game really wasn't clicking like that. So, I mean, everything was running game on both sides. Um, MJ Laws from Northside caught two interceptions. Um, C.J. Williams from Northside, he caught two interceptions. So it was a real, you know, defensive game, you know, back and forth until the fourth quarter. That's when um, Tennessee commit Cameron Selden ran a 41-yard touchdown and, you know, sealed the game 20, 20 to 14. So, like I said, you know, it was back and forth. Both defenses were doing their job. I think Northside threw one, one interception, you know, so it, it was a real big game and, Eventually, Northside came out on top with the win, you know. And it was definitely a big defensive game uh, last Friday night between Westmoreland and Northumberland. Now, Coach, with the four interceptions that Westmoreland made, mm-hmm. it, sometimes it's the quarterback seeing what he was able to see, but sometimes it's defense just making a great play. Yeah, well, the four interceptions Northside made, yeah. Uh the two cornerbacks for Northside, they, they've been playing together for a while since, I believe, youth football. So they got a real good eye for the ball. You know, whenever that ball goes in the air, they, they like ball hawks. You know, they're going to go and get them, you know. And MJ Laws and CJ Williams over there, they, they did their job, you know. And um, Cam Wim, Cam, Cameron Selden just showed why he's a D1 commit, man, and took the game in his hands and ended those boys off. You know, as far as Coach Aaron Lewis over there, man, that's a – that's a big accomplishment for him to come it in is. and, and so um, congratulate Jack Eases for the for the um, school record of wins and everything. So again, it's a big congratulations to you over there. Keep on doing what you're doing, getting those boys on those college visits, get up some more offers for the other kids over there, and we wish you much much more success in the future. Now let's get to the next game: Rappahannock over Lancaster, thirty-five. To eight, Rappahannock tightening up that Northern Neck district right now. Yes, sir. Rappahannock, man, they, they, uh, four, four weeks in a row. Four weeks in a row. And I mean, last week, they didn't, they didn't seem to disappoint me. You know, I, I picked them last week to win, and I think they won, um, what was it, uh, 30, 35 to eight over Langster. Um, again, JK Fonnerow over there was a big con- contributor to their team. Um, you know, had the running back Baylor over there who con- contributed to two touchdown runs, and the quarterback. You know, he he did, did does what did what he does every week. You know, the defense real scrappy. You know, get to the ball, let him has to the ball, and they didn't they they showed lengths of no love love, love over there. Um, so as long as they keep on staying together, they got a big game this week against. Um, I think they play Westmoreland this week. Yes, and that's gonna that's gonna be a big game. I think that's gonna be the game of the week. So. You know, they got a lot to prepare for. You know, they lost on the first time to them. So, but I think they might redeem themselves this week. And, yeah, we do have Rappahannock and Westmoreland as game of the week this week. So, let's get to Essex, number one, Mm -hmm. 66-12 over Colonial Beach. They are still continuing to roll and probably rolling like that into the playoffs. Whew. Every Friday, I, I do, me and a couple guys that we've been doing chains, you know, for the last week, for a long time now, every Friday home games, we do chains. So we get a 
up close field for the game, you know, and right off the break, Essex was on fire, you know. Like like we was talking about last week, defense wins championships and the defense flexed their muscle again right. know, last week. Um soon as the game started off, you know, Essex controlled everything from jump. You know, they kicked it off to the Colonial Beach and Colonial Beach muffed the kickoff right off the break. And um, you know, we got it back. First first strike for the um Essex, passed pass from the quarterback Michael Brimmer to UVA commit Cam Robson for like 50-some yards touchdown, you know, and it was just on from there, you know. They scored like four times in the first quarter, you know, from defense, got two fumble recoveries. Uh, Amari, I think Amari Vini made a hit on the running back, and he, running back Clone Beach, coughed the ball up. Um, Javion Rich picked it up, ran it in for a touchdown, you know. Then turned around, Essence got the ball. Touchdown pass to uh, Amarje Rich from Michael Bremer. And turn around again, Michael, I mean, Brian Roan and um, Javion Rich made a, made a hit on a um, Cloyne Beach player. He fumbled it up. And Devin Balderson picked it up, ran it in for a touchdown. So the first quarter was straight fireworks. You know, I mean, four, four scores in the first quarter. And from there, it was just... It was just a roller coaster that Essex was on the ride having fun with. Now, I'm going to see if you're going to agree to this one. Some analysts have been watching Essex from the beginning of this season. Mm-hmm. Some are saying they are playing on a college level right now. Do you agree to that? Well, I mean, saying college level, that's, that's stepping out there real big. I mean, as far as college level now, they they playing at a at a good high school level, right. you know. They playing at a good high school level, college level. We we still make mistakes. They still make mistakes. They number 16, 17 years, eight some might be eighteen, you know. So so say a college level, that's a big big step out there. But as far as them playing together and listening to their coaches, that's what they're doing. Um, Eleven has to the ball. That's the name of the game. Eleven has to the ball. You know, lock down everything. Don't don't show no mercy on nobody, and that's what they're doing. You figure four touchdowns in the first quarter, then turn around and put up four more scores in the second quarter. You know, from passing the ball, from Doran Harris running back a, a kick return. You know, and I mean, just on all on all levels, they're clicking. You know, and the further they get into the season, they're clicking even more. You know, first half it was 53-0 at the, at the halftime. Right. You know, and. Once, once they came in, in back in out of halftime, their second string players, JV players, was in the game, and they still put up points. The young quarterback, um, Avontre Johnson, he threw a touchdown pass in the second half to the senior um, Makai Allen, and then he turned around and ran a touchdown in. So, for the younger group to be able to come up from JV, get some playing time on varsity on Fridays, and they get their time to get in. On Boston on a Friday, then they turn around and putting up points. That's a wonderful thing. You figure every game this year with Essex, by halftime, they didn't, the starter, once they go in for the second half, the starters usually ain't even in the game. It's usually JV players, second string, third string players, and they're still putting up numbers. So Essex looks right tough for, for the years to come, you know. Yeah, Dean, Essex still number one in the district and in the region. Real quickly, uh, other districts that happened on Friday night, Riverheads over Wilson Memorial, 41 to 21. Lunenburg over Prince Edward, 47 to 6. Grayson over Giles, 34 to 14. And George With over Galax, 
20 to nothing. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the offers that happened for Northern Neck District players and two of the Tidewater players. You're locked into Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. May grace and peace be in your abundance. 31 years of childhood cancer survivorship. I tell that story each and every Sunday on a Survivor's Faith Live, a pregame before your Sunday sermon. Get you motivated before your Sunday sermon. Join us live on Station Head each and every Sunday at 7 a.m. for a Survivor's Faith Live. Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan on Hot Mix VA. We welcome you back into... Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. We're broadcasting live from Tappahannock, Virginia, here in the Hot Mix VA studios. Real quickly, volleyball from this past Tuesday. Rappahannock over Lancaster, 3 to Mill. Northumberland over Westmoreland, 3 to 1. Rappahannock, 8 and 0 in the district, 23 and 1. Rappahannock volleyball, 20 sweeps this season. 20 sweeps. Northumberland, 5-2 in the district, 13-3 overall. So expect Rappahannock and Northumberland going to the regionals and possibly the states in volleyball. Cameron Selden playing in the All-American Bowl coming up in January 7th in San Antonio, Texas. And, Coach, not only that, we have a few players that have gotten offers this past week. Uh, Yes, sir. we got a couple more players that – you know, added to the offer list and a couple of new players that was able to get offers this week. You know, um, one was Malik Holmes out of King Queen Central Tigers, quarterback up there, safety on defense. He picked up an offer from Christopher Newport University this this week, so down at Newport News. So that's real good for the young man. I, I've been seeing him on social media, taking visits to um, Norfolk State and other colleges, you know, so it's real good to see seeing you reached out and go ahead and gave the young soldier uh, an offer and everything. Um, another player is Tyquan Spate, another player from King Queen Central Tigers. Um, he picked up an offer from Firm University. He plays linebacker and he also plays, I think, running back. Um, physical player, he's been with those boys for a while and just doing a real great job. So I've been knowing him since he was a little young and so it's real good to see him get his offer. Um, you have Defensive tackle Quincy, Quincy Canada for Essex uh, picked up another offer from, um, let's see, Clark University in Dubuque, Iowa. He also has an um, offer from Christopher Newport University, too. And you have um, Devin Balderson with the offer from Christopher New- Newport down at Newport News as well. Um, Doran Harris, he picked up two more offers. One from Christopher Newport University and the other one from 
Culver Stockton College in Canton, Missouri. So those players, man, y'all, y'all keep doing what you're doing. Keep playing how you're playing on the football field. Keep sending your film out there. Keep grinding, and um, never take no for an answer, man. Whatever, whatever you want, whatever you see out there that you you want to grab, go and get it. Don't wait for it, man, and just keep on grinding. Congratulations to each and every one of those players and coach. We were going to have to expect if those offers came, there's going to be more offers for other players in the Northern Neck District and Tidewater District uh, simply because the Northern Neck District right now is actually somewhat dominating the region. I mean, you look at it, you got two of the top recruits is coming out of the Northern Neck. Cameron Selden, Cameron Robson, and those boys are leading the way, man. It's, it's bringing a lot of a lot of attention to the area. Last Friday, we had UVA at Essex game, you know. Like I said, we was running chains during the break. We went to the concessions to get food or whatever, come back. And I see, you know, UVA coach. So I'm like, every underclassman under this, under this class should take full advantage of it. From, I mean, even when you play in, if you're from a different county, you're playing Essex. You need to bring your A game because you never know who's going to be in the stands. You know, it could be a, D1 coach in the stands, Division Two, Division Three. You know, you, you never know who's going to be in the stands, so you need to bring your A game every week. You know, if you're playing Northside, you know Cameron Seldon's over there. You need to bring your A game. You know, and that's going to open doors, not just for Essex, Northumberland, but for Richmond County, Westmoreland, Langston. It's going to open doors for everybody as long as everybody get on the same page and do what they have to do. You figure this week. Um, Cameron Robinson was upgraded to a four-star on 24-7 sports. You know, so that's, you know, with him being upgraded to a four-star, the you know, the, the Raven people are already saying he knows football. He, he has a good, good eye for the game. He knows the game. He's not only doing it on the field, he's doing it in the classroom. You know, his, right. his, um, his um, measurements are there. Because like I said before, a lot of things go on measurements too. So his measurements is there. And they, at him being rated as a four-star, they're looking for him to be able to go into that college field next year and be able to be able to possibly start or even start to make an impact for that team next year. So again, you know, doors are going to open up around here. It's, it's best for the kids that's younger. The earlier you can start, the better. You know, once you get in ninth grade, your GPA, you need that thing to be up at a 3.0 or something like that. You know, the higher your GPA in ninth grade, the better, the easier it'll be to make it rise. But the lower your GPA, the harder it's going to be for it to rise up. You know what I'm saying? Because you're starting at a lower point. So again, you know, we got a lot of a lot of talent in the area. And I mean, the, 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 the attention is on the area right now. So it's up to the youth to, you know, to take advantage of that. Now, we talked about Division One, how hard it is to get a Division One offer. I wanted to ask you, as far as players that are looking, so to speak, outside the state, uh -huh. as far as maybe uh, not as much as Clemson or NC State or things like that, maybe Division Twos or Threes outside the state, how hard is it to get offers that is not in Virginia, for say, if they wanted to go go to California or Texas or what have you, how hard is it to get a out-of-state offer? I mean, I'm not really sure, but I would think it's about the same the same as any other offer. You know, you just basically got to send your film to them. You know, if, you, if you're one of those children that 
that want to get out of Virginia and go to a different state, you know, to play ball, then all you got to do is just sing your stuff. You know, it's up. Either the coach going to like your film or he ain't going to like your film. Yeah. You know, that's, that's mainly how it is. Either your grades is going to match up to what they're looking for in a player or it's not. You know, it's all on how you do on the field, how you approach everything and how you go about getting your offers. You know, if you, if you be proactive and reach out to those schools in California, Maryland, North Carolina and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure you'll get those offers because, you know, they're looking for players too. You know, they might want to right. go out of their um, state and get a real dominant, dominant, dominant player. If they see a dominant player in Virginia and they are in Texas, they're going to want to get the best player, whether it's Division One, Division Two, or Division Three. you know. So it's all about getting your film out there. If you get your film out there, everything else will fall in play. Now, if you're just sitting back and expecting stuff to happen, then, you know, it, it don't work like that. you got to be proactive with a lot of things now. Great knowledge again this week, Coach, so we appreciate that. When we come back, we will preview this Friday. Yes, Northern Neck District play is still again this Friday, three weeks in a row. You're locked into Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix BA. Coming this fall, Northern Neck Sports Network and Hot Mix Virginia coming together to bring you Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with 22-year radio broadcaster and sports analyst Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan. Be sure to check out Hot Mix Virginia's Facebook page for times and dates. An all-new Northern Neck Sports experience. Northern Neck Sports Talk Live exclusively on Hot Mix Virginia this fall. Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan on Hot Mix VA. We welcome you back into Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA, a beautiful Thursday evening. And thank you so much for tuning in, watching us, and listening to us. We all thank you, and thanks so much for tuning in each and every week. This is actually episode four. So, yeah, we're getting and digging right into it. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, let's get into previews for this Friday coming, actually, tomorrow night for... Friday Night Lights, Northern Neck District play. So here we go. We're going to start out with our game of the week, Rappahannock at Westmoreland. Yes, sir. Uh, this week, same as last week, a lot of big games. Um, Rappahannock is on a quest, you know. So um, as right now, the standings for the Northern Neck District is uh, Essex at 7-0. Um, you have Northumberland at 4-2. Uh, Westmoreland is at three and four. Um, Hannock is at four and three in climbing. Lancaster is one and six. Uh, Colonial Beach is zero oh and seven. So I mean, as the stand is going right now, Essex at the top, but that second and second spot and third spot is up for grabs for whoever can finish out strong. Um, you know, we have Westmoreland versus Rappahannock. Real big game this week. Uh, the first time they met early in the season was really, wasn't, I think they counted it as a district game, right? They did count it as a district game. A lot of those, a lot have said, well, it was a non-district game. Yeah. But 
at any time you play inside of your district, mm -hmm. it is a district game. Okay, so okay. VHL did count that as such, okay. as uh, along with max max preps. Okay. They also counted that as well. Okay. Well, I mean, furthermore, you know, like I said, the first game when they played it was 14-7 Westside, but a lot of pieces was missing during that game. Right. You know, and a controversial play that happened, you know, was a fumble or was it a touchdown? We'll never know. But Westside came away with the win on that one, 14-7. This game, I think it's going to be a big difference in that game because of the players that came back. You know, they was missing key players on that first game. And, and this time, you know, you got key players back. Last four weeks, Richmond County, Rappahannock has been on the road. You know, they've been doing what they have to do on the field. I think the last four games were shutouts. You know, so for them to come back around and be able to face West Westside again this week, um, it's going to be a real good game, you know, and I predict uh, Rappahannock coming away with this one, you know, so, you know, I, I, um, they've been on a roll, and I think they're going to continue that roll this week against Westside. And as much as I like to go with my home team, <laughs> I believe, and my gut feeling, that this one's going to go into overtime, but Rappahannock wins it by two. Okay, okay, well... We're going to see what happens this Friday. You know, I'm definitely going to have my ears on and, and my folks over there are going to definitely going to, you know, I know they're going to talk they smack or whatever, but I'm pretty sure they're going to, you know, let me know what's happening real quick. <laughs> now, let me get to the offense real quickly with Westmoreland. Mm -hmm. What is it that they need to fix as far as trying to decline those interceptions in a game? Four is a lot in a district game. Four is a, a lot. You're definitely not going to win no game throwing those many picks, you know. And, I mean, from what I've been seeing the last couple of weeks, though, I mean, West Point is more of a ground-and-pound team, you know, from what I've been seeing. I don't know if they really got the perfect quarterback to throw or the receivers to even go get the ball because, I mean, they have been passing, but they just haven't been connected on a, on a lot of those right. passes. So, with, with a big game of this this capacity, I mean, you can't be having all of those interceptions. So, hopefully, the, the the coaches talked about this that this week and fixed the problems, and um, they'll go out this weekend. You know, anything can happen, but you know, again, you know, Richmond County has been on the road, and I'm, I, I think it's going to be hard for them to come away with this one. You know, I think Richmond County is going to take it. You know, and West West Side is going to end up going down to the third or fourth spot or something. You know. All right, so we have Lancaster at Essex, and Essex's homecoming mm -hmm. this Friday night. So Lancaster at Essex, yeah. What you got? Well, that's they they not gonna let nobody come over here on their homecoming and and beat them. Especially especially not Lancaster, you know. Especially how the season they have been going, you know, so far. That's not gonna happen. The last time somebody has came over here on a special night was senior night last year when Westmoreland came over here and they dogged us <laughs> on senior night, you know what I mean? That was a that was a tough pill to swallow last year, but then they bounced back from that. Well, they, you know, Langstay West Westmoreland from last year, so I, I don't see that happening. West, as I stated last week, the boys gonna run the score before halftime and second half, second half, you know, the, the JV squad will be in finishing out the game, so. You know, they're going to put up their big numbers in the first half and then they're going to rush their starters and let them just sit from the sidelines and wait for next weekend. And that's going to be it. You know, so I'm going to take Essex, the home team, as usual, on a homecoming. And that's how it's going to be. 
I'll do Essex at 10 over Lancaster this week. Now let's get to Northumberland at Colonial Beach. Colonial Beach still have not gotten a win this season. And some some say that is the most dangerous team because they have nothing to lose. However, Northumberland is coming on strong mm-hmm. and trying to get back up to that second spot yeah. in the district to uh, compete with Essex. Yeah, Northside, North they're trying to stay at that number two. Now, will they? It's a... It's a Two, two more weeks of play, you know, Richmond County can put a damper in that or or Northside can do that job and stay there. But first come first, they got to get past Colonial Beach. Um, from what I seen last Friday with Colonial Beach, they're a scrappy young bunch. You know, they just don't have the numbers, the depth. And with COVID, you know, wrecking everything the last couple of years, you know, it really put a damper on the, on right. the program over there. But still, you know, they, they you know, they're on seven, but they have some players over there that, you know, is, is trying to give it their all, you know, especially in senior running back um, Sean Johnson. Last week, you know, I know Sean from when he was a little younger. He played on my travel football team when he was a little younger. And um, he's a hard-nosed player, man. You know, he, he's going to give it his all, you know. and um, But one person can't beat 11 people on the field, you know. Then they got big boy Mumu over there. You know that plays the D line and the offensive line, so they, you know, they got a, they got players that's gonna give it their all. But right. Northside just gonna be too strong for them. You know, Northside with MJ Laws on that backfield, you know, in the backhand of it, and you know, Cameron Seldon and Antoine Mills and, and you know Marcus Brown and those players like that. There's a lot of speed over Northside if you can't contain it. You know, and Colonial Beach they still run a double wing, and. But the one thing I can say, Colonial Beach, if they run the double wing in the line, do what they're supposed to do, anything can happen. Because, you know, they double wing is a tricky thing. You, right. you got to yep. find that ball, you know. And if the defense ain't doing their job, anything might can happen. But I got Northside pulling away with that one. I, I don't think Colonial Beach will be able to have enough to take, up, take them. And I may have to go with the underdog on this one. Just <laughs> Just for, Just for the <laughs> underdog spirit. Okay. I'm going to go with Colonial Beach over Northumberland by two. Well, Not by much, but by two. If, if that happened, that would be the biggest talk of the day of the week. <laughs> if, if Colonial Beach was to come and take out Northside, that would be the biggest talk of the whole week and probably for the rest of this year. <laughs> Real quickly, Tidewater District, we're going to talk about that just uh, just for a brief moment. Okay. King and Queen versus West Point, that is a makeup going on on 10-24. That is this Monday. So makeup game between King and Queen and West Point is this Monday on October 24th. Now, this Friday in the Tidewater District, King and Queen plays Charles City and King William at Mechanicsville. Now, the one thing we have noticed uh-huh. in Tidewater is that they have the tendency of coming on stronger near the end of the season. Yes. King Queen and West Point is the two teams to watch out of the Tidewater district. Um, King Queen, I'm pretty sure they're going to beat Charles City this week because I think Charles City is still winless, so I don't think that'll be a problem for them, but when they make this game up against Westside, I mean, West Point, 
they have they have to take out West Point in order for them to get a good seed and come playoffs and everything like that. And every year West Point is a scrappy young group. I mean they last year they was real scrappy, but they lost to us in the playoffs. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna come back even stronger this year and try to, you know, sew up that top spot or whatever like that. So they, you know, King Queen still got a you know a long road ahead of them. It's up to them what they're gonna do come come right to the playoffs and everything like that. When we come back, we're gonna highlight some of the youth. Spotlight in youth football. You're locked into Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix BA. When you think about health and weight and just feeling better, it can make your head spin with all the options and thousands of books and thousands of companies. For many years, I've had one product that have stood out. The Herbalife products from Herbalife Nutrition. And as a 31-year childhood cancer survivor, I have to look for what will be the best to keep up with my health, to keep to keep me healthy, to just to feel good. And that's all I'm looking for is just to feel better. Don't ever focus on the weight. The weight will come off. It's all about starting to feel better. So if you want to check them out and check all these different kinds of flavors that they've got out, my favorite's cookies and cream, by the way, but call up your local Herbalife Independent Distributors. and just text, hey, I want to feel better. May grace and peace be in your abundance. 31 years of childhood cancer survivorship. I tell that story each and every Sunday on a Survivor's Faith Live, a pregame before your Sunday sermon. Get you motivated before your Sunday sermon. Join us live on Station Head each and every Sunday at 7 a.m. for a Survivor's Faith Live. Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Northern Next Sports Talk Live with Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan on Hot Mix VA. We welcome you back into Hot Mix VA Studios here in Tappanic, Virginia. You're locked into Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. Will Lewis along with Coach Thomas Roan. We're going to get into some youth spotlight, some youth sports here going on in the Northern Neck District. And one thing we need to talk about is the Rappahannock Storm football team that has gone undefeated. And we're going to talk about the Essex football team as well, Coach. Uh, yes, sir. Um, youth sports. Youth sport is a very important thing in the area. Uh, most youth teams is a, you know, is a segue to the high school. You know, it's very important. So, you know, most youth programs start around six years old, five, six years old, go all the way up to 12. Um, some even 13, 14 years. In the biggest cities, they go up to 14 U, 13 U, stuff like that. So... Um, it's real good to have youth, youth programs, you know, COVID last couple of years really hurt the area, but now I'm glad to see that, you know, COVID is away and the little youngins is back out there playing ball, man. Um, this week, uh, one group in particular, the Rapid Hannock Storm 12U team, they went undefeated this year. They um, played Gloucester, Gloucester's 12U last week and beat them 33-0, you know, Good group of kids. I know wow. a lot of them. I know a lot of them. Coach some of them. 
Um, some of them played on the North Nick Warriors um, travel team back in the day when they was like six. So they, they <laughs> was our babies of the group. Right. They was the six you. And I mean, they had, they, when I, I can remember them back then, little short legs, running touchdowns, you know, <laughs> and, um, and everything like that. Little, little buddy over there, we call him L Jack, you know, fast little boy. Um, you know, little Tim Brooks' son over there, JJ. A lot of those boys have been together since they were six. So for them to be 12 years old, 13, some of them, some of them birthdays come after the age cutoff. So a couple of them made a turn 13 now. But for them to have been together so long and, and the league that we play in is a Central Virginia AYF. Mainly, we play teams in Richmond, right. Fredericksburg, Tidewater area, North Virginia. It's not local like how it used to be back in the day where we just used to just play each other. So for them to be able to play Richmond teams and other teams like that that's not so-called in the area and still go undefeated is a is a very good good accomplishment. You know, so we want to salute y'all. We want to shout y'all out, and we you know hope y'all continue on a good season and bring you know do what you got to do to go to states. You know, because that's that's the thing where you got three components of the of the AYF that we're in. You got the state championship, or you got the the look the central championship, then you got your state championship, regionals, then the big one is nationals down in Florida. And that's right. what that, that's what everybody's trying to play for to get to Florida. So that is the little league of youth football. Yeah. <laughs> that's the little league. So like again, Rappahan Storm, they went undefeated. They play uh, this weekend in Richmond. They face um, the Westmoreland Eagles. They also mm-hmm. made it to the playoffs. So, uh, Rappahannock beat them early in the season. So, you know, Westmoreland hoping that they can get that shot back this week in the playoffs and continue on their journey. If not, somebody got to win, somebody got to go home, you know. So, we're going to see who that be this week. Um, you got the Essex Trojans, 12 you. Uh, COVID wrecked us the last couple of years. You know, I was one of the coaches from last year, you know, and we had a rough season. Didn't get to win no games. You know, a whole lot of new players, you know, and we had a 12-year team, but we didn't have a 10-year team. Right. You know, so all of our 9 to 10-year-olds was on our 12-year team with a mix of 11 and 12-year-olds and stuff. So we had a rough rough time last year, you know. Um, want to shout out Coach Devin Garnett. He used to coaching, well, he was coaching with Essex back in the day when we was all younger. Then he mm. went to Westside Youth Program for a little while because his son was over there playing. So he went over there to coach his son. And he came back this year and got the 12 U. Him, um, Coach Sean Johnson, um, boys did a real good job this year. A lot of new faces came out. A lot of old faces that haven't been out because of COVID. You know, a lot of parents wasn't really trusting and everything. So they went 4-3 and three this year, made it to the playoffs. They played... RVA United this week. Hmm. Uh, RVA United is a team from out of Richmond. Uh, unfortunately, they beat them early in the season. I can't remember what the score was because my daughter cheers for that team. Right. But, you know, RVA United beat them early in the season. So we're hoping hmm. when we get up there to Baltimore Park this week up there at Richmond, we're hoping that the 12 you can redeem themselves this week and be able to continue playing into the playoffs. Um, but other than that, you know, that that a good scrapping young team. A lot of future ballers are gonna be on that team. You know, on that especially on that rich Rappahannock Storm team and the Essex team, there's gonna be a lot of future ballers, you know, that's gonna benefit these high schools. You know, over there at Rappahannock right. Storm, you got a lot of kids that's in Rappahannock Storm that goes to Essex. That's on the Rappahannock Storm team, you know. But 
unfortunately, they're going to benefit our high school because at the end of the day, they're going to be at the high school anyway. So, oh, yeah, of course. You know, they, can yeah. Go, they can go over there and play youth football over there, but at the end of the day, they're going to end up being at the high school, you know, so everybody want to be an Essex Trojan. <laughs> so good luck to each and every one of the youth footballs here and around the Northern Neck area. Coach, let's get into some uh, college players that uh, lived around here, now in college football. So how did they do this past weekend? Uh, yes, you got um, local talent Trayvon Ball. He was the quarterback for Essex High School last year. He plays at Firm University now. Um, they played Washington and Lee University. Unfortunately, they lost this week, 7-17, um, but... You know, anytime you get to get away from here and continue playing the college football, you know, play college football and continue education, you know, we salute to you. Um, you got Demondra Rome from Essex High School. Um, he plays at CNU, Christopher Newport University, Newport News. Um, they played uh, in New Jersey this week. Uh, Keene University, that was a conference game. So we're getting to that playoff area now, you know. So they played King University. They won 24 to 13, which puts them at second place in their conference. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, you know, they're four and two. So they got a good shot at going further and getting to the playoffs. From what he told me, I think only one team makes it. So they're second. So hopefully they can beat the number one team and make it into the playoffs. We'll, we'll see once the, as time goes on and everything. Um, You got James McNeil from... Uh, Westmoreland. He plays with mm-hmm. Bowie State University in Maryland. They played um, Virginia Union University this week, and they uh, let me see. They came up short, twenty-four to twenty-seven to Virginia Uni- Union University. Um, they faced Chowan University this week coming up. You got Marvion Newton and um, Rasheed Ellis. They played Emory and Henry. Um, Marvion is from Rappahannock High School. Um, Rashid is from over here in Essex. They played um, Mars Hill College. They took a loss this week, 14-49, which takes their record to 43, 4-3. They faced Tusculum University this weekend. Delonte Butler of Rappahannock High School, he goes to Frostburg State mm-hmm. University. Um, I think they had a bye this week, so I think they jumped back in this week. Um, and um, let's see. Uh, Lawrence Reed from Rappahannock. He also plays at Apprentice Builders down at Newport News, the ship, shipyard down there. Which is also for you younger kids out there. Do not look over the Apprentice Builders program down at Newport News. It's, it's not college, but you can go down there and learn a good trade, learn how to you know work on ships and all other types of stuff, and, and still be able to play football. You know, I mean, I know everybody want to go Division One and all of this other stuff, but there's also other ways out here where you can be able to make money and earn a living for yourself. You know, it ain't always college, you know. Again, you know, apprentice builders down at Newport News, you can go down there and learn, learn a good trade from electrician, you know, plumber, computer, you know, all types of stuff like that. Learn a trade, get paid while you're learning that trade, and you can still be able to play football. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, don't, don't look over you know, don't just look over or bypass anything, you know, you know, get information on everything, you know, and Apprentice Builders is one of those programs, you know, Lawrence Reed has been down in there for, I think, two or three years, you know, so, again, that's a good program, man, y'all check that out. Um, again, 
Darius Jones from Essex High School, he plays with Texas A&M. They had a bye this week, but they play uh, South Carolina this weekend. Okay. That's at 7.30. Um, you got Tayshawn Holmes of Essex High School. He plays with Northwestern Wildcats. They also had a bye this week, but they face Merlin this week at 3.30 p.m. And for right now, that's, that's the ones that's, you know, Leading the way right now as far as college football, you know. And congrats to, congratulations to all those players that have played and made some strides that came from the Northern Neck District. Well, Friday Night Lights, again this Friday. We will have your results next week along with a little bit of possible unknown history of a Northern Neck sports that some folks did not know about. We'll get into that next week, and we possibly may have some special guests in studio with us next week. You don't want to miss that as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to Northern X Sports Talk Live here tonight on Hot Mix VA. We will talk to you next week. You are locked in. Hot Mix VA, Northern X Sports Talk Live. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 